0: Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Mirko. I'm very excited to have you here today, Uh, just waiting on our guests. And uh, another episode Uh, today is just a matter of, uh, again, uh, enjoying uh, conversation with our guests, a matter of learning, a matter of uh, sharing, a matter of enjoying just the process. So I'm glad that you're here. I hope you're well hope you're safe so if you're new just welcome um, you know my name is Mirko <laughs> and uh, this is just episode 71 or 72 top of my head uh, we're gonna we're gonna host uh, uh, an Italian coffee professional he also was the barista champion of Italy in 2016 so very exciting different time than usual uh, 3 30 p.m in Australia, Melbourne. And uh, we are just gonna go for it. And uh, you always can drop your name down here. You can say hi. You can say hi to each other. You can uh, share where you're from or we'll also ask questions to our guests. Unless, of course, you're listening to this as a podcast format, then uh, it's no longer live. Yes, because we, if you missed out on the previous episodes, uh, you can go on Spotify or your favorite. Uh, podcast platform and uh, all the episodes are there and uh, you can just pretty much catch on all of them on your way to work when you want to chill when you go for a walk whatever suits you um, hello Andre, Andre, Host consult. good to see you good to see you all here and I hope that you really are doing fantastic. Um, Angelo will join us real soon I'm gonna send him an invite real quick so that we get as much as possible out of this conversation. And uh, again, if you are new, just introduce yourself to the community, to each other, to me, because this is just a matter of talking, creating a space for the coffee community, and um, a place where we can learn, we can share, listen to someone else's stories, that we can relate to that's really what it is about i think that in coffee often we see such a tendency to uh, sort of having a right and wrong um, there's a trend of kind of pointing out the faults but a lot of times we forget about the, the story uh behind a cup of coffee the story behind uh, Coffee roaster, the story behind a barista, the story behind the people who are all connected thanks to this amazing beverage. Uh, like my friend right here, Dan Tamang, that we interviewed just uh, a week or two ago. And um, good to see you, brother. So yeah, that's that's sort of that's sort of where we're at. And uh, once we are joined by Angelo, he'll be able to to sort of answer any questions you have. I got my sets of questions and uh, we will have a bit of fun and uh, hopefully entertain the people that are in lockdown, especially uh, my good friends who are baristas and waiters or chefs or cafe owners who are unfortunately um, running into difficult times due to COVID-19 and uh, the lockdown. But um, yeah, I think Angelo is having probably some troubles to connect um, because he was online messaging me, How do I join? And I said, Well, I sent you an invite. So let me have a look if he's, if he's here. Oh, he's here. He sees the request. Hopefully, he can connect. We are waiting for Angelo. Just sent him a request right now, saying waiting for for him. So once he accepts the request, he'll be able to join us. If you're if you're listening, uh, Angelo, um, just uh, just tuning. Um, but uh, he seems to having some trouble, which is okay. These things happen it's not the first time if you're if you're one of the uh, loyal followers who's who's been here watching this show you know that these things happen from time to time um, let's have a look if you can uh, tune again um. here we go. oh here we go Buongiorno.
1: Buongiorno. How are you doing? ciao Angelo it's
0: good to see you how are you
1: very good very good you
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Good. I really, really am, and I'm, I'm glad that you're here. And thanks for uh, making making your time to well, give us your you time.
1: I'm very good. I just got back from uh, a little.
0: I, I can't. I can't hear you very well. But you're just back from. Okay,
1: just uh, hold on a second. Probably you have to invite me again. I can hear your
0: voice of the of the uh... just one second, not a problem, not a problem.
1: Uh, um, we're just gonna
0: wait back until he connects again, maybe with some earphones. Um, he's across the world, he's across the other side of the world, and uh, you know, despite being in 2020, uh, internet is still new, and I think that will, um, will. Just uh, improve uh, in the coming years. So, thank you all for kind of hanging there um, patiently. We just gotta take it as it comes. Um, it's always good to connect with people from home. Uh, I'm Italian myself, so uh, it's always good to sort of have uh, that connection because Italy, as we're gonna talk with Angelo, is a uh, uh, an interesting coffee market and I'm uh, always curious to hear from, from them so far we spoke with Alberto from Tostato, Francesco Sanapo from the Tartigianale and Rubens Cardelli from Cardelli's Coffee and uh, today we're gonna talk with Angelo so once he fixes his uh, technical issues we'll be able to uh, just hear him out. Um, if you just tuned in we're just waiting on our guests and uh, once he join us, we'll be able to kick things off just seven minutes behind schedule. But what's seven minutes in 60? Not much. But hello to everyone. Hi, hey, Alex. And hi to everyone, actually, you know, who are making the time to join and making the time to tune in. Leah, Nobile, and all of you. Back. All right, he's Can you back hear you, Can you hear a little me? bit it's, it's it's a little sc- scratchy let's
1: okay. I'm looking for the uh, headphone let's see if I found it. I think I've left it at the office
0: that's okay. The closer you are to the phone, the better it is at the moment, which is good.
1: so you have to see the my big face then
0: that's okay uh. It's um, it's uh, the unglamorous part of Instagram sometimes, but that's okay. We do what we gotta do. Um, Angelo, again, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy, and it took us a little bit of, you know, to try to fit in with, you know, all the uh, planning around time zone. Um, first of all, uh, how are you and your family? Uh, and you know, after all the, I mean, still the current pandemic situation.
1: Well, luckily, I'm very good, and also my family. Where I am at the moment, I'm in uh, south of Italy, where the virus didn't get too, uh, too much. And actually, I just go back after uh, nine months when I wasn't my family, because I got stuck uh, where I am. I'm living five hours away from my home. <clears throat> so basically, I just just go back yesterday from my little break like a week where I had to spend it with my family after like uh, 8-9 months and I wasn't seeing them so actually I'm very happy at the moment uh, about this basically so Um, so.
0: well Ferragosto after all not many people know Ferragosto but uh,
1: a week in August
0: where Italy sort of stops
1: yes it's true like, well, look, is, I don't really like this week because it's full everywhere. In fact, I decided to go to Monte, where there are not many people, uh, and, you know, it's more relaxing. I'm living, basically, I'm born in the center of Italy. L'Escara is the name of the city. But, and then we have a little house just an hour away from there in the mountains, in a very little village, so I spend my holiday there hiking.
0: Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure if you know, but I'm, I'm from Trentino, so I'm sure you um, love my region when it comes to mountains.
1: Of course, of course, of course. It's probably one of the best for hiking, and uh, I do mountain biking, so there is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I miss yeah, it. Hey,
1: even in Australia, there is amazing doing biking and hiking yeah, so yeah, Australia' is
0: good. I'm lucky for sure but uh, i miss I miss my trentino, but look, um without getting lost into uh, uh, home homesickness affairs of mine, Angela, could you kindly tell us uh, more about you and how you started your coffee journey? well.
1: Uh I started like uh, 16 years ago, more or less, where from my city I moved to UK for, uh you know, I went there because I'm, I'm coming from a very little city and job was what it was and so I said, okay, let's go there and trying to learn English and, you know, see what happens. And there... I started to work for a company, which is like a very big company called Cafenero. Nero, probably, you know, many people know this company. And there was the first time actually I started to make coffee. And obviously, it's not like the, the specialty coffee and everything we know about this world, but uh, it was a really good door, you know, to getting to this world. I, li- I love the, uh, well, you know, before I was working for uh, Mont Blanc. I don't know if you know Mont Blanc. So it was a very boring job because, you know, you see one customer every two days, probably them come, and you have to speak two, two hours without getting anything. And so when I got in touch with the coffee shops and I was, like, talking, we were serving probably in the first store that I worked, about 18,000 customers a week. So it was like uh, a completely different story and I was like, oh I love this, you know, you're talking with many people and you're working with many people and it's uh, a rush all the time. I was working in Piccadilly, I don't know if you know London. So it's like uh, the center and I was like, uh, this is crazy and I liked it and then I stayed there for uh, five years. I mean, you know, I went there for six so months and I stayed it five years. And I grew in the company, you know, I was um, at the end managing the store, I had many people working with me and, you know, I was enjoying this. And then I said, okay, I'm missing something, you know, my my uncle grew up uh, in Australia and I said, no, I, I want to go there, I always, you know, uh, wanted to see. The place, the country, and it was a good time for me to be there and I went to those uh, cities and I lived then in Sydney for three years, but there, I actually realized the coffee part of the business because before that in this company you you know London is a great city where you learn a lot about working and managing uh, you know. Relation with people and everything, but obviously the coffee wasn't the focus was there. It's you know it's, it's good coffee, good people, but you know it wasn't specialty, wasn't anything like that. And then when I met, moved to Australia, they I actually realized that in coffee, you know, I was like, oh, there is a huge world behind this. You know, I want to learn. And you know, happened something for me. I met a guy that uh, this this is very strange you know i said oh you are not good in making coffee and you cannot make coffee and i was like no this is not possible so i start to study and do all my things and i was staying two hours after my work watching what they were doing you know because i was realizing that uh, you know i had a lot to learn and then after I started to work there and, you know, slowly, slowly, I started to learn about, a little bit more about coffee. And obviously, you never finish to learn. Hey, this is like this. And then after three years of that life, I moved back to Italy and I started to do training and consultancy for a roaster. And now I'm in the south of Italy working for this big roaster. And uh, in January we just opened a little, uh, well, a little roaster where we do specialty. So slowly, slowly we are getting into, you know, this type of uh, business as well. It's gonna take a long time more, but it's okay. we have it's,
0: it's beautiful to hear such story because uh, I feel, um, you know, I feel, I feel that. Many people just give uh, for granted, uh, you know, the, the places where they live, you know, like you went all the way from a small city like Pescara all the way to, you know, you're finding yourself in London where uh, there's 18,000 people a week. I mean, my, grandpa, my grandpa's village is uh, 5,000 people, right? Where he lives. So all of a sudden you got 18,000 people in a shop in a week. Um, and from there, you decided to go to Sydney, which is another quite big city. So, and I think it's great that you decided to like. Well, there's always something to learn in coffee. And then you became, even though you're, you know, even though you skip that part because I know, you know, you're humble about it. But uh, you also became Italian barista
1: champion. Yes, uh, four years ago. Yeah, but it took me for a uh, championship before to win. You know, it, you know, it's gonna it took me a long time, and it's a process. But uh, it was uh, a very, very big emotion for me. You know, I, I lived uh, a lot in that that year, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the previous four, you had yeah, 2013, Francesco Sanapo. Uh yeah if you want it yeah that's right um and and from that moment you know people think people think that winning is the arrival point the destination but it's actually quite the opposite isn't it it's more like the that's really the starting point because it's like it's it's, it's not like oh i won thank you very much arrivederci see you later it's it's where the real stuff started probably for you uh
1: I think so too, you know I believe you never stop learning so it's uh, the winning it 's a good achievement that 's for sure, but uh, as you said, it's only the beginning because you know achieve something without give back anything is nothing at the end, you know, so if you do not share what you learn and what is in your process to get there you know it's like uh, not doing anything at the end of the day because it's it's something for you but alone nothing it's uh, you know it's not useful this is the thing at the end of the day
0: yes especially when we talk about an industry like coffee which is so entangled and connected with hospitality which is hospitality is people people is hospitality um you know especially in the italian culture you know hospitality is something that we share at the table with guests you know it's a big part of our culture um and many other cultures so i think it's important to have that people element connected to it and speaking of italy i haven't been back home in two years, um, how is the coffee scene as far as you know you see because obviously you're in it and you've probably seen a little bit of what, what's happening around you and pre, before coronavirus <laughs> at least.
1: Well uh, look, something is start to move probably you know because you heard you talk to other uh, friend of us you know uh, from here. Uh, it's still very slow, uh, depends on uh, where you are actually, like if you are in the north of Italy, it's probably moving a little bit more faster than here, <clears throat> uh, still specialty coffee represents 1%, like no even. Um, but you know, we start to getting uh, the noise, you know, this is uh, how we're starting to work, and. You know, we.
0: Uh,
1: I have a, a, a very opinion on, on this. Probably some of my friends are not agreeing with me. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm always, uh, look, I, I lived overseas and now I'm back in my hometown. You know, I, I'm back in Italy. And I see that there are a lot of difference between, you know, Australia or UK, North Europe and Italy. We are very traditional place. And we have to appreciate this as well. So mm-hmm. for us, it's, it's normal. Then it's gonna take a longer time, but that's because you know wherever we create a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of things has born here, and a lot of things has you know is, is getting in the process too. And also, yeah. even the mentality that uh, many roasters, like a big roaster, has you know is starting to change, but. Uh, it's going to take, uh, you know, time. Now, if the grocers at the moment are opening a specialty coffee line, even if they don't pushing a lot, you know, because it will never going to be their own business, you know. In the, at the end of the day, coffee quality is the first, but also it's a business. Uh, this is how it works, you know. It's Oops. like... Uh, uh, is like this, so it's going to take a little bit more time, probably 10 years, if we are very lucky. Uh, if, whatever, whatever you've I do done, you. I can hear you
0: much better now.
1: Ah, okay, perfect. Very perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 10 years 10 you were saying, yeah. This is probably, at the moment, how it's, it's doing. You know, there are opening a coffee shops, specialty coffee shops, there are some. Not every city has one, but slowly, slowly, we're gonna you know open up our mind. You know, we're doing a lot of work, uh, like training people and barista to understand that there is not only the espresso and there is <laughs> not only the espresso that they see every day, but uh, still, the espresso is what they're making money on, of course. you know what I'm saying, you know. So, at the end of the day. If you look at the person of the barista, owner of the bar that uh, makes 99% of the espresso with the typical Italian blend and has to pray or give for free at the beginning the specialty coffee just because he has to, you know, it's going to take a process. And also the COVID uh, didn't help these things at all, you know, because uh, now, like, uh, for example, all the bars, the coffee shops that uh, are working, and even if the best ones are working on their 70%. Yeah. Most of them, or some of them, not most of them, le- less than what I was expecting, actually, are closing. Because of the procedure. Here, they, we did a lot of uh, strong stuff, you know, during the COVID month probably we were one of the country that uh, did the most like uh, locking down everything and it was crazy man like uh, seriously you waking up in the morning and you thought that you were like uh, in a movie I'm sure you probably I mean everyone can understand but uh, Here, everyone were scared to stay one meter away from another person, uh, you know, but uh, it it was very strange. Also, the media didn't help at all. You know, probably you see things that uh, here was like uh, a movie, seriously a movie. I remember I have a lot of friends around the world and when was March, that here in Italy was a big mess. Everyone, hey, are you Okay. Uh, but how are the things you know you can breathe or you, you can go out and it's like uh, well we don't know you know the media told us no but it's impossible and it's gonna be like this you know? yeah. this was and, the thing probably
0: and it goes back to the tradition the, that you mentioned earlier you know media in general but especially Italian media quite um, dramatic even around the. Uh, even around things like transfer markets, you know, like even around the mercato uh, that can be dramatic. Like, like even sport is dramatic, which is okay. I think that going back to the coffee more conversation, I was lucky to experience now what I who I call a friend, but I visited a couple of years ago, visited tostato um, in Brescia, which is shop from Alberto, and um, and what I really could grasp straight away is that despite his offering being a specialty the overall experience is not scary in fact the shop is in a like a l l shape the bar so if if someone is quite you know skeptical or quite you know they're still gonna get the italian experience the no the (laughs) but then on the side there is a brew bar. There is AeroPresses and chemex and filter. There's a menu, so it's sort of playing on the fact that look, we, we want to make sure that this is a space for everybody, and then eventually someone asks the question. Sure, we're gonna say, we use this, we use that. So I think respecting tradition is important uh, with some hints of innovation, um, and then like you say, it's a slow, it's a slow burner. So we'll take it would take its time to sort of grow, develop, but it's for the best. Uh, You know, like sugar is not not good for you. So (laughs) I try telling this to my parents, you know, it's like, you know, they have six, seven mocha per day and they always say one, two, three sugars. I'm like, well, that's not really good for you. So maybe if you chose a coffee that it's not that bitter, your body also will actually have benefits out
1: of it. So it's quite interesting. Well, I know what you mean because uh, after all these years and I'm working in coffee, still every time I go home to my mom, I have to clean the mocha and make it for her, trying to make her understand. You look, you know, it's, uh, this is something that I always tell. Uh, now my dad is learning it. He's cleaning the mocha very precisely, my dad. So it's good after 16 years. Yeah, you know, I achieve something at home. That's for sure. Uh, no, well, I understand, but the, the thing is, the reality is a little bit different because, you know, I work. I, I do a lot of training before the COVID. I was doing probably around two hundred to four, four, two to four hundred people a year. You know, here we we have a large base uh, customers uh, based. and. You know, to do something like this, so to have a store, you need to get in contact, for example, with someone that do training and stuff before you actually call the architect. And But when you don't know, then there is these things. You always get to the roster when you already have your project, you already have everything done. So it's actually very little people then knows this before they're doing this. So that is because the mentality is like this. The mentality is like they they uh, still many people that open coffee shop at the moment are not people from this business. You know, are people that uh, see the sparks from this business and say, ah, oh, I want to open this. You know what I'm saying? And because- it-
0: it's 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 kind of, it's sad, but it's kind of funny because this is a problem that we have even in Melbourne, the capital of coffee, they say it, you know, um, but it's like, it's like this, it's like, there is a romantization of owning a coffee shop. It's quite a romantic idea. Um, there's an emotional attachment. It sounds nice, you know. I'm gonna have my own bar, coffee shop, um, and that's and that's exactly like the same. If I started uh, electrician business, I don't. I struggle to change a light bulb. Little alone running a business that requires repair without any training. So, yes, I, I'm glad that you say that. So your job is to train people and make sure that they do, they do the job and are prepared for it. Um, and got us sort well, of process. My, like
1: my my job here, I see it in a little bit different way. It's like you know, training people to how to make one espresso is not gonna take you long. So my idea of training is more like help them understand that there is a big word behind this. But also, I want to show them that if they want to achieve this, they have to work hard and they have to study. So for me to train, like I do basic course. I don't do like a super, uh, super difficult course. I never did anything like this, you know. Uh, I would like, it's, it's going to be hard also for me, you know, You know, teaching people they already know a lot of things uh, is more about uh, sharing knowledge. It's not anymore about teaching something because you are at the same level or even a little bit less. It's all about sharing something that you probably didn't read and I didn't read. So I learned something from you. You learned something from me. This is how I see things. But like when I have to teach people that don't know anything, so I prefer to show them that uh, you know this job is very difficult but it's possible because if i do it everyone can do it but at the same time they need to understand then there is a lot of work behind this and they have to you know be ready for this otherwise it's useless that you start these things because you know it's gonna be something like same as everything else
0: It's not a passeggiata, it's not a stroll in the park.
1: No, no, because, you know, they have to understand this. It's important. It's important for us as a roster. It's important for them as a business people. It's important for the market. I think
0: think, uh, the major driver really comes down to passion. And I'll I'll tell you an example personally. When I was much younger, I'm still very young, but money was just right in front of me, right? So then you start listening, you know, and you think, stock market, real estate, uh, uh, what was it, the k- cryptocurrency, and uh, uh, do this, do that. But really, it's difficult when you get into something and you know nothing. Oh, yeah. Your failure rate is pretty much guaranteed. You might get lucky, you might get lucky, might have a little bit of luck. But when you open a coffee shop, a restaurant, a plumbing business, a fruit and veg shop, you need this much a list of experience, hands-on experience or knowledge and passion. Because otherwise, unless you have the crazy amount of money of the multi million dollar companies where they just hire people and they got the power okay uh but at the same time i think yeah what you're saying is is super true and i think passion is one of those things because if you're passionate you're going to buy a book you're going to read you're going to share and i think sharing is exactly what's been missing in coffee in my opinion for many years we all kind of hold the cards next to the chest you know you know, I don't want to show you my cards. You keep yours. I, I don't. You know, like but that's what food didn't do. Food went with Master Chef, with the TV programs, and it's just like, hey, this is the recipe. Go and cook. And then it developed a passion within households and people living in the non-professional world. And all of a sudden, they're starting cooking because of the show. They're starting appreciating food because of, of, the buzz. I think that sharing is essential to fuel
1: the passion. Uh, Yes, I believe so too. Uh, Sharing is very important. Probably in the coffee, this has a, a turning point, you know, different from the food, you know, you have many ingredients. And so even if I create the recipe and you want to create it at home, you know, it's uh, something that you can still make it. With coffee, it's a little bit more uh, difficult, you know, also for the taste. Because if I taste the coffee and I say, oh, this has a flavor of uh, flowers and fruity notes of uh, melon, and then you are home and... You know, even if you do my same recipe, you will never gonna get because the water is not gonna be at the same temperature, and then the grind size is gonna be the so. You know, it's a little bit more complicated, but this is good also because you know you can share this knowledge with the people, and as yeah, as long as you let them know that okay, you don't taste the melon, perfect. What do you taste? And so this coffee tastes like uh, kiwi. Okay, that's good. Go with that you know it's, it's oh really yeah like, I, it's, I agree to be like this but uh, you know we we all we came through a hundred let's let's go back to a hundred years you know we, we go back where all the roasters were hiding their blanks. Not knowing that, you know, even if I change one percentage or a roast profile of one of the single origin, the flavor of the blend will change completely. Then we came back in the 90s, maybe 2000, where like baristas start to work in a specialty. They were holding their recipe and they were not looking anymore at the customer, but they were looking the coffee and the scales and uh, how I have to do this is the perfect coffee without even saying good morning to the customer. You know, we pass by all these kind of things at every level of the... Uh, it, it, it's a process. We, You know, that's why it's going to take us longer time to understand that we need the customer, so we need to say good morning. At the same time, we need a good quality coffee, so, you know, the roasters start to give, okay, this is the farmer, this is the altitude, this is the variety, you know, and you have to do this. And it's going to take a little bit more time. Or like, you know, 10 years ago in America, what they were doing, they were roasting in the morning and using the same coffee in the afternoon. And it was crazy. I I think sometimes we're missing the ideas. We we want to change, but we want to go so fast that uh, we are going away from the quality or sometimes it's like this. This is, uh, you know, this is something that I... I don't want to talk too much about this because after uh, being Italian, you know, I don't want to be unpolite or I don't want to be like, uh, you know, uh, I'm Italian, we are the best. I'm, I've never been like this in my life, you know. Uh, never want to do something like this i know when the italian doing shit stuff and i know when the italian doing good stuff you know like you know we invented the coffee machine so something good came out of us you know <laughs> something at least you know <laughs> we did some great stuff but also we did some bad stuff like for, for example we doing when you know you go to a coffee shop and a barista doesn't even know what type of coffee they use we have uh, bad and good things. But the thing is that we grow up in a culture where, like, think of our generation, me and you. You know, you probably are a little bit younger than me, but more or less the same age. Uh, we grow up in Italy. Well, me, I don't know you. Probably you too as well, okay? So we grow up in Italy where everything has born here about coffee, you know. So we didn't have to invent many things, because we did. I didn't invent anything. I'm not sure about you, but I don't think we invent anything, you know. <laughs> so we grew up with our grandfather, grandfather, then create the coffee machine, create the barista role, create the espresso. And so we are like, okay, everything is done. And the other people when got here they see these things and they want to change because obviously they want to take a piece of this market think of starbucks the concept that started here but then they go back in uh in us and they create you know this type of uh, mega business uh, that makes a lot of money and stuff like this. and good for them you know 100 they they had to they they were they were angry you know what i'm saying they were angry of knowledge they were angry of doing something our generation is not like this unfortunately some like i don't know gardelli or some people like this are very good because they are angry they grow up with nothing like, you know what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And they want to appear on this world with this. And they're doing, some of them, they're, going, they're doing good job. So that's why, you know, we, it's going to take time. We need people hungry of making good stuff. Something that we are missing, you know? A
0: thousand percent. And uh, I'll, I'll touch base on what you said in a minute. Before I need to ask you a ritual question halfway through we're past the halfway of the of the show but um
1: I don't even know what time is it let me check because i need to go to work as well
0: you still have uh, 20 minutes
1: uh, yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. this is our um, out of the box question that we ask everybody if you could who would you like to have dinner with sorry what Um, If you had the opportunity, uh, who would you like to have dinner uh, with? Anyone. It could be coffee-related or non-coffee-related. It could be a football player. It could be the president. Whoever you want, it's your dinner. Oh,
1: wow. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh... I don't know man, it's a very, I mean I've never been asked this type of question. So probably something, well, uh, but these people that I know as well that I cannot see. No, no,
0: no, anyone, it could be a famous person, whoever you want. Alive, not alive, Giulio Cesare, whoever you want.
1: Well, probably Steve Jobs, probably. Yeah, cool. uh, You know, because uh, even if it was a very strange person, you know, from what I've seen and what I read about him, but it's probably someone that gives a lot of idea and has obviously lots of things that you can learn from. So
0: probably him. Good. It's just a little question that we ask everybody, but um, Andre just said hungry of doing great stuff that is well said, so re what you said, I agree with you. I think we're not hungry because it was served to us on a plate, right? Uh, yeah. Piazza Rubito. So, I think um, Italy is such an interesting topic for me because, you know, we have Victoria Arduino, we have uh, uh, La Marzocco, we have Faema, we have Nova Simonelli, this big, amazing coffee machine engineer, you know, like our you know, Ferrari, Lamborghini. And and then, you know, something happens, something in the equation uh, quite gets quite interesting where, where it's like, well, we've created all these amazing coffee machine grinders, I mean, La Marzocco here in Australia is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Like, like uh, I've seen more. When I when I came back to, to, to Italy two years ago, I have seen one La Marzocco, and it was in Brescia, and another specialty coffee shop not far from Tostato, and it was a PB. Well, I was yeah. like, oh.
1: Uh.
0: <laughs> so it's interesting because I think the future is bright if you have that curiosity and hunger that you were talking about.
1: Oh, for sure. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 100% with this. It's, uh, it's something that in our generation is very missing. And sometimes I feel very sad. You know, I have also, like, uh, sometimes I do talk with young people, like 20, 21, 25, 24, that, wants to start to be a barista and stuff like this. And I see a really great prote- potential. But when I talk about potential, I'm not talking about uh, coffee making quality, okay? I'm talking about personality, you know, like uh, good people, like uh, the hard worker uh, that uh, they want to achieve something, that they want to do something. And I meet most of them. Some is missing discipline. Mm. Of- discipline is mm. something that also is very important, I think. You know, I, I, I did uh, sports for all my life, and I did 10 years of <laughs> gymnastic. So I grew up uh, working, like, finished my school at 1, 2 o'clock I was in the gym until 8 o'clock for, like, six, 7 days a week for 10 years so you know i i grew up with this kind of uh, oh, I, if i have to achieve this i have to work and i have to work and i have to do this and, and the generation now is some of them is missing because they have already everything mm-hmm. but some of them it's... are really good people and when i see them i like to work with them on the things that they are missing so give them things that they have to you know they, they they, they need to learn how to make their plan. Yeah. You, I don't know if I'm uh, clear. It know, makes sense. They, they want to achieve something, but they don't know where the steps then they have to make.
0: And it's important that there's people like you going back to sharing your storage and, know, and knowledge to show them the the path and to sort of take the hands. And, it, you know, it, it's so good to have, it's refreshing to hear what you're saying because most people would actually do the opposite. They were like, ah, don't worry about the new generations. That, you know, they're not good. But, you know, the young generation reality is that, you know, they have a whole set of different challenges that we didn't have. Our parents didn't have our grandparents didn't have so we all leave challenges given by the time in which we live and we grow up in because you know there's always pros and cons of living in a certain time of course you know if you were after the war the positive is that everything need there was such a need for things and things to happen because Everybody started from zero, right? So people could have caught into opportunities. Instead, you're born in a a full explosion of economy. You know, the good news is that probably the welfare and life level of standard of life is higher, but then it's more difficult to stand out. So it's like everything is a balance. So I think that having people like yourself taking their hands and say, hey, it's okay, let me show you this. Let me show you how to write down a plan. It's super important. And it's refreshing to hear that. And I think I hope that I look at I look at younger people. Even when I was a teenager, you know, it's like you know people look at. Unfortunately or fortunately, this is a double edge. At the media, at social media, at TV. So all the sudden it's like, you know, I remember when Zara opened in Verona, and all my friends from Trento were going crazy. They would drive an hour to go and shop at Zara. Uh, which is crazy right so same with starbucks you know people go to new york and first thing you gotta do is just get a starbucks because that's what they drink in america um and that's where i hope that competition comes into place people like manuela winning the world Latte art champion last year uh people like yourself people like francesco Zanapo, rubens or all these people i hope that give them a bit more of uh, excitement and drive as well because that may be ticking to their brain that's more than just a job to get for uh, the summer season Uh
1: well yes this is what uh, this is what we're working on i can i can definitely say this but uh, you know I, we have to be more positive and carry on doing yeah. what we're doing basically it's like uh, you know we cannot jump on people and say, "Hey, you have to do this." No, we we, we are working on this and uh, piano, piano. Yes, we we need to work on the personality. And sometimes, you know, I, I, it's like the barista. You know, has to be a little bit of a psychologist, a little bit of doctor. We have to do this in our levels, you know, you know with people, and it, it sometimes seriously. It, you know, sometimes when I see people when they do a lot of things or training and they focus only in coffee, I see like, okay, yes, focus is very, coffee is very important, but we have to work on people. Because yeah. if we don't have the right set of mind of the people, we're just doing a coffee course, and as soon as they go out of there, they cannot do anything. It's like, you know if i do for example i, I should i do a little example of this i i can't do like a um, a course where i teach people to weigh the volume of the cup because i know that most of the time 99 percent of them go back to the bar they don't even have one scale imagine if they have two scales <laughs> you know what i so i prefer to show them how they have to work and with what they have in order for them to not go back to the coffee shop and be like down for because oh, I is in the training and now I cannot do it. I don't have money to buy a $300 scale or something like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: hundred percent. And it's context. It's all about context. And that's why coffee is beautiful as well as is uh is not in the sense of, you know, it's like what you were saying before, you know, coffee, it's so particularly unique. It's like about the water, this, not just the temperature, is what water runs through your tap. Do you have a filtration? Uh, are you using plant-based milk? What, what, what machine you have? Do you clean your machine? And, and it goes on and on and on and on. So it's about context. So for Italy, the number one thing is people, It's about giving a nice buongiorno and understand that it's important that the people is your priority because without the people, you don't have a job, but also what you really should be strong at is what we pride ourselves. One of our pride when we go overseas is like, hey, one of the things that we do well in Italy is Hospitality. You come to my house. I keep feeding you. I give you the best bed. I give you the best spot. I give you uh, the best meal, the best experience. There's a need to translate that. That's a good stuff that we have, right? right? So that's the foundation. We need to start from there. So let's remember where we come from, which is like a land of hospitality in the true sense of it, and then we can build from top of there. So, okay. Well. Now that you understand the people come first, okay, what's next? Let's work based on the context, not only in the country that you are, but now we go from macro to micro, right? So it's like yeah. country, your city, your coffee shop. Okay, you got Gadja, you got La Marzocco, you go this machine. You don't have a pack press, right? you don't have a scale. Let's contextualize it and then we can work with what you have. It's fantastic what you do. Yeah, this is a, but
1: well, thank you. We- I, I, this is for me. It's like uh, the, the 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 simple thing. This is like my plan. You know, uh, not mine. You know, I mean mine. I mean, like uh, all of us plan. You know, uh, but it's like this: B- people, like you know, all the business men today, the main company today, are ma as building their company in people that work for them or work with them is not anymore like uh, 50 years ago where like uh, i'm the owner and you work for me that's all like this type of business are going down and i'm really happy that this is happening yeah. you know, because uh, it's important that now people have to understand that alone they don't go anywhere they they go there when like uh, people love you know i learned something when i you know in england i've learned a lot of things and like i was managing uh at the end i managed three coffee shops and when i was 24 i had a lot of people working with me you know and i, I was i've been the youngest manager in the company for like uh, six months or one year i remember but um you know, I was, I was learning and I learned something. I was very meticulous, you know, coming from gymnastics. And, and I've learned that it's impossible to be like this in the coffee shop because always something wrong, in, you know, and you can't be. But I've learned something that the more people love you, less they are going to do bad stuff for you. The more they love you, the more they work well with you. This is something that I've learned there. And, you know, this is something that also I'm trying to transmit to the owner Then comes to do the course over there. Because this is something that uh, mostly, like here in uh, south of Italy is uh, lost. You know, a lot of people is like in the front are, ah, oh, you are the best. And then uh, when you turn your back, it's like uh, the worst person ever. This is uh, something that, but you know, you have to work on the people for this. You know, new generation, maybe in 10 years, they will open their own coffee shops. So if yeah. you work well with them in 10 years' time, you're going to see the, your results. Yeah, I, I, I love it. of investment in uh, time for us, maybe not money, but time. Uh, yeah. It's value, though, eh? even more probably timing, but it's okay. Well,
0: it's a, well, it, a slow period. Um, thank you for what you just said, Angelo. Thank you for what you and many others are doing for the Italian coffee uh, movement and in industry i know you need to go so i'm not gonna hold you any longer uh, very very <laughs> grateful to
1: Meet you man for the first time we met so very pleasure and i like uh, your instagram uh, something uh, that you know i have to thank the lockdown for something because uh, i i'm starting to i saw your video and i like them the <laughs> thank you <laughs> me too I, I, i'm starting to study how to make videos and Still good. in uh in the lockdown i had many many hours for me so i was doing, doing the same it's good. and maybe
0: maybe maybe we can catch up again uh another time in a couple of months maybe we can catch up at your at your work so maybe we can do a little session maybe you can you know what i got just got an idea let's just make the perfect mocha pot live stream yeah
1: we can do it there
0: you go you know or something like that or talk about something else and uh and I, yeah, no, I appreciate your time.
1: We can work on something for
0: sure. Yeah, so any ideas you get, I'm, I'm happy to run with them. But, yeah, but until now, until then, thank you. I really appreciate it. It was so nice to meet you. I I can't wait to come back to Italy. And when I come back to Italy, I have a lot of people to go visit. Because <laughs> now I met them virtually. So, um, yeah, I, I, look
1: forward, I look forward for a coffee
0: Italian tour uh, back home. but. Thank you. Ciao and buona giornata
1: for you. Ciao,
0: ciao, ciao. Ciao, 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 Bella. Ciao. There you have it, guys. Um, It's always special for me to talk with someone from my country. Um, Just because, uh, as much as I love Melbourne, as much as I love where I live, it's it's a uh, it's still my roots it's still uh where i grew up for 20 plus years it's um it's 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 um the attachment is just strong so i i do plan eventually one day to to move back there and make a base and maybe do back and forth with australia and so it's always nice talking to people uh from, from my country uh, not because i'm biased and i don't think that we're the best but it's always nice because i know I know how hard it is in Italy. Um, I know how hard it is to be just just a barista. I know how hard it is for, for the specialty coffee in Italy to make themselves feel like validated and heard. And like I said, there's amazing Italian coffee professionals from manufacturers, from coffee machinery, from baristas, trainers, um, roasters and uh, they deserve the space that uh, everybody else is deserve. And uh, so I'm glad that we can give a little bit of space, a little bit of clout with this podcast. So thank you again for tuning in. My Instagram has been crazy. It's a silly platform. I love it and I hate it. There's a, a lot of conflict within the platform. There's a lot of glitches, a lot of annoying stuff, but it's okay, like I always say. But uh, yeah, look, Thanks for tuning in. If you're new, I would really appreciate if you share this. If you listen to this, it's going to be amazing. If you tell one friend, hey, this is a podcast. It's on Spotify. Check it out. It's about coffee and people and life and values. And uh, check out our previous episodes if you're new. Uh, IGTV, YouTube or any major podcast platforms. Until then, big shout out to who's still here. Oh, my man. David, I didn't know you were here, David. Tanti, I haven't heard from you, but I know you're well. I hope you're well. Uh, Andre, Andre, Honorio, Keith, big shout out to you. Thank you. It means the word to me that you're still here. And uh, sending your love, positivity,
1: happiness, health. And I'm very grateful for all of you. Take care.